kind of fit, and I, I knew that I wanted to do something in agriculture. I mean, since I was a little kid, so it just kind of worked out. Nice. Um, have you faced any hardships through your work? Yeah, I mean, farming is kind of a, it's kind of, you do what you can, and, you know, a lot of it is, is out of your control. So, I mean, that's a hardship right there in itself. I mean, you can only do so much, but, I mean, you've got, you know, to hope on good weather, um, you know, healthy animals, all those kinds of things. I mean, uh, I mean, obviously, it's not the most glamorous job either. So, mm -hmm. I mean, you work a lot, and, you know, maybe we don't make as much as we probably put in for hours, you know, that could be, you know, considered a hardship as well, too. And I mean, even when you're starting up your own, your own operation or, you know, starting from nothing, that's a hardship, too, because you have to buy, I mean, literally everything. So, I you bet. know, trying to make sure that you can finance that and keeping your budgets in check and in order and all those kinds of things. Those are those are some of the hardships that that I've faced so far. Okay. Um, I did read an article about you and um i saw that you grew up in a town with like little diversity how was that yeah uh i grew up in friend and i mean it's like a little over a thousand people so our family for i mean most of my most of my childhood and growing up we were the only only black family in town mm -hmm. and i guess i got kind of lucky uh we were in a town where I don't know, we were kind of accepted and it was just, uh, I didn't, we didn't, I didn't really face, you know, too many, uh, you know, too many people that, that, that were prejudiced or that, that didn't like us. I don't know, maybe it helped that my dad was a Methodist minister and my mom was a nurse, so I guess they were kind of respected people in the community. And I assume that might have had, that probably had a little bit to do with it, but for the most part, I guess, I might just be a Midwest thing too, but I, I really haven't had to face, you know, too much, too much problems with, with the lack of, of diversity, you know, within the community. Mm -hmm. Have you faced any, like, today? Yeah, I mean, every now and then, I mean, there's always going to be those people that, you know, they just, just the way they are, and yeah. I guess the only thing you can do is turn, turn your head and, and keep going, because it's, you know, it ain't gonna help anything to to dwell to dwell on it. So, sorry. Mm -hmm. Oh no, you're good. But yeah, I mean, it's just it's just part of the world. You know, every now and then it's it, it happens. So I mean, yeah, I've I've seen it before, mm -hmm. and I'm sure it won't be the last. But yeah, it's just I guess one of those things that you just kind of deal with, I guess. Yeah. Um, what would you say is the most rewarding part of your job? Um, I think the most rewarding part is, is, is just seeing things grow and, and, and starting from nothing and, and coming into something, you know, when you put a crop in the ground, you know, you start with a seed, you know, then, and at the end of the year, I mean, you have a crop that you harvested and, and, you know, raising livestock as well too. I mean, you can, you get, you get animals, you know, at a very small age and you, you see them transform into, into something greater and bigger and obviously you know, goes into the food chain, so mm -hmm. it's nice to be able to, to contribute to, you know, to the, to the country's food supply and, and those kinds of things. I think that'd be the most rewarding part of the job. Awesome. What kind of, um, like, livestock do you have yep, so we, we We cow-calf, which uh, I don't know if you're familiar with cow-calving, but we have cows, and they have calves, and we sell the calves every year, so every year we have 
the new sets of calves that that come through and then we've got the poultry operation too which consists we got eight barns and each barn has about 40 uh, about 44 to 45,000 birds in in each oh, wow. barn yeah so there's there's a lot and then and then a little bit of corn and soybeans as well too okay i know little about farming my brother-in-law uh grew up on a farm in blair nebraska and he also worked at Agrigold, so little familiar, not really, but yeah, oh, I gotcha. Yeah, I was excited to um, do this interview with you because I think farming is really interesting. It yeah, it is such it is. a big part of like Nebraska and you know all the food and stuff. Right, no, it is. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Without it'd be. It wouldn't be where we were. It'd be tough to go to the store and get things off the shelf and not have to do it yourself. So That is true. Um I guess why did you choose like that certain part? Did you said that you grew up in Friend. Did you stay in Friend, Nebraska for your um business? Um I'm actually a little bit north okay. of Friend. I'd probably I'd probably be about thirty minutes north north of Friend right now. So I mean, not terribly far, but not not in town anymore, mm-hmm. or in the area, I should say. I'd, I'd be more north of Seward right now. Okay. Did you, like, have any reason to move out of Friend? Yeah, because uh, obviously land is, is one thing. You know, if you can't find land, you can't, I mean, it's not going to work. And mm-hmm. on top of that, too, I knew we were going to put up the, the broiler houses, and at the time... The company that we grow for is out of Fremont, and they wanted you within 60 miles of their processing plant. After after a while, I think they they ended up bumping that that radius a little bit bigger. But I mean, at that point, it was already too late. I already had ground, you mm-hmm. know, within that 60 miles, and that was another big reason for for ending up where I am right now. Okay. As far as awesome. Um, what lessons has farming taught you that you use in your everyday life? Um, I, I would say hard work, uh, for sure. Uh, keeping keeping good spirits because I mean it's really easy to get down. I mean when you're stressed and you're working a lot and all those kinds of things. I mean it's you know tell yourself positive things. Mm-hmm. I mean it doesn't do it doesn't do you any good to worry or to stress with those kinds of things I've learned and that's helped me in life too with everything else. I think you can carry that with just about anything and uh, obviously learning how to to budget. And you know, learning how to try and get things done in a timely order. Those those are all things that that farming has taught me that I that I use every day. Those are things I need to work on. Um, uh, are your days like? Do you start super early in the morning and like go until super late at night? It depends on the time of the year. If we're not doing too, if we're not incredibly busy, then generally. Uh, we'll probably, I'll generally quit around supper time, maybe a little after, just depends on the day, and generally, I usually, usually start around, I don't know, 6.37. Okay. So not, not super early, but. Not too bad. Not super late, I mean, and sometimes I'll start earlier, and sometimes I'll go later, just, you know, kind of depends on what, what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Um, how have you contributed to your community, and how have they contributed to you? Um, I think the way I've contributed to my community, 
Well, that's a good one. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to think of something off the top of my head. And you're talking as far as like right now or in general? I mean, like over the. I guess like maybe maybe now, like with your business. Yeah, uh, I would say there's tax money for sure. I mean, we pay farmers pay a lot of taxes, mm-hmm. and we, we we pay a lot, and that goes to the community, of course. So, I guess there's a benefit there. Uh, jobs, I guess I have a couple higher hands that that work for us full time. So you know, there's there's that aspect. You know, we create a few jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we buy we buy a lot of supplies. You know, obviously in the community as far as you know, feed and and uh, equipment and parts and all those kinds of things. So, I think those are a few ways that we've kind of contributed to the to the community. Okay, cool. Um, and I guess my final question would be, what impact would you like to leave behind? Uh, I think the impact I'd like to leave behind is, I mean, if you're passionate about something, I mean, go for it, even. If it doesn't seem possible or you can't do it, I think it's it's important to 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 stretch every avenue you can you can think of because if if you're determined and I think if you keep going uh, one way or another you'll you'll find a way that maybe nobody thought thought was a way to do things that that could end up you know making your dreams or your your passions come true and I think that's important for people to realize you know to to kind of stick to what you want to do and don't let anybody tell you any different. And I don't know if I could impact, I guess at least one person might think that's what I'd want to leave behind is, you know, kind of chase your dreams and go, go get it. So. All right. Thank you so much for taking the time to meet with me. No problem. All right. Have a good day. All right. You too. If you need anything else, you got my number. So. Of course. All right. Sounds good. We'll see you. See ya.